You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 329. Legends number three, send for the Suicide Squad. And welcome to episode 329 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I'm Paul French, and today I am Balls Boy. Hey. It's Super Bowl Sunday. There, <laughs> oh. <laughs> there are... We're back uh, to balls again. <laughs> yeah, it didn't it's, take long. <laughs> it, really, it really didn't. Um, and uh, But most importantly, most importantly, mm-hmm. is the smell of hickory in the air. Oh? Is the uh, 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 hickory and, of course... Uh, Pork cooked very slowly over a oh. good long time because there are smoked ribs. Are, are you teasing me? Are you teasing me with this? Are you actually doing barbecue up there? Darren, every Super Bowl Sunday, I do smoked ribs. This is well, then, it, well, hardly call, the first time I have told you this. Then call it barbecue, sir, because that's what you're doing. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> are you sure... I'm certain. I'm certain, and they will be spectacular because they uh, spent a good portion of uh, of last night soaking in some fine bourbon. Did and, they? Oh, Yum. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. They're gonna Yum. be. They're gonna be wicked awesome, as they say. <laughs> wicked awesome, Dan. That's that's what they say in the uh, in the Boston. In the Boston, you know, as they rub their balls. Um, the beans, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so yes, we are looking forward to having that uh, come game time, and um, so yeah, that's what I got. That's what you got. So I could also be barbecue boy and mean it. I'm just saying. You you could be. You could be. That th- wait wait. This is me dropping the mic. Bam. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hi everybody, I am Darren Noel, and I am, I guess I've got to have to confess, I'm, I'm, I'll be birthday boy after you're done listening to this in a few days, I guess, afterwards, yeah. So, I am going to be making my first batch of apple pie to celebrate, because nice. I'm off soda. So, I'm going to learn how to make apple pie moonshine this weekend, <gasps> and um, if it doesn't turn out okay, I'm sure it won't matter. Because <laughs> I'll be drunk yes. anyway. And at at, uh, at the age of uh, of ninety seven in gay years, um... eight hundred and seventy three, sir. Thank you. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Get your math right. So okay? uh, so yes, yeah, so Friday it's to the power of sixty nine always. <laughs> so this Friday, folks, um, just make sure that you. Uh, Hoist a, uh, a a frosty mug of something um, indeed, indeed. in in Darren do, in do. Darren's honor because and then grab your balls and grab your balls yeah as you hoist that glass one yes. hand hoists the other hand grabs one hand grabs that's the best way to celebrate my birthday it's true there you go there you go it's a beautiful beautiful thing <laughs> it <everyone>. is it is <laughs> and we have no legion news no no because wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Indeed, indeed. But shh, shh. What? Hickory is 
is being smelled right now. Not oh. not a week from now. Not a um, week from now. No, Are you sure? no, that would be madness, sir. Madness. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. He knows not what he does. Indeed. Um, uh, but at any rate, um, so because uh, because there's no Matt, no Scott, it is of course time for what? Darren and Paul's event theater. Yay, event theater! Woohoo! Which uh, which means that we're going to be getting into some uh, into some legends. Yes, we are. So we're going to do legends issue three. We'll mm-hmm. save we'll save um, uh, Cosmic Boy two for the next legends episode because you know um yeah it's a what (laughs) as as we have said it is a uh it is it it, you know it's a bit drawn out it it, it's it is a fine four issue eight page preview um so so then uh that (laughs) means um so so Hmm. Want to just dive in? Let's let's get right let's get right into her. Um, Excuse me. I know. All right. Legends number three. Darren, you you why don't you lead us through this one? Okie dokie. It is uh, Legends number three. Duh. Ostrander, Wine, Burn, and Kessel are on. Or Kiesel? Kessel? Kiesel? It's yeah. Kiesel, but Kessel's kind of cool because, you know... It's Kiesel because the Kessel run. Yeah, when yeah. he go, yeah, when he goes for a, for a jog okay. in the morning, it, it takes him 12 parsecs. 12 parsecs? Um, yeah. not, not 10 parsecs? Okay. Mm, I can't so remember. The, the cover is of uh, Brimstone, the uh, techno seed planted by Darkseid um, to cause all kinds of chaos, is standing on top of Mount Rushmore because in the Dakotas, that's what you do. <laughs> And behind him, kind of um, background printed, but not really there, is Superman, Changeling, Flash, and Batman looking on very annoyingly at how dare this man do this to our national monument. But down below, underneath the four presidents, we see the Enchantress, Bronze Tiger, Captain Boomerang, Deadshot, and Blockbuster. And I guess that's kind of what they're really upset about, is how are these villains going to take on this monster that just trashed the Justice League because yeah. that did happen in the last issue and we open up and um, the title is Send for the Suicide Squad um, and of course Just- John Anstrander is our plotter, Len Wein is our scripter, John Byrne is the penciler, Carl Kiesel Kessel is the inker, <laughs> Steve Haney, hey Steve, is letterer uh, Tom Zuko is the colorist and Mike Gold is the editor and we see a scene that is could be home in any X-Men comic. Oh, yeah. Except that uh, the rabble are screaming for the Titans to go home outside of Titans Tower, which I thought Titans Tower was... It was on an island. island. Yes, it was. So clearly they've gone... It Well, actually, it says right here, Titans Tower on a private island in Manhattan's East River. Mm-hmm. But apparently they've they've floated people over so that they can shake their fists at the heroes even though as i recall from my teen titans reading there's all kinds of automatic defenses and things used for training and things on this island yeah it's like blackhawk island you don't want to go there without having a map and the codes okay there there was some pretty serious uh, security even um around the perimeter in the water Mm -hmm. if i remember correctly yeah i mean deathstroke come on yeah 
So yeah, because it's not like their headquarters was at all secret. It wasn't secret or subtle. It's a there's gigantic a, glass T for crying out loud. In the middle of the East River. I know, right? <laughs> Surrounded by garbage and bodies. No. Um. Okay. So, um, down below we see Apocalypse. And uh, it's all, ooh, and of course, Darkseid's laughing, ha, ha, ha. And in fact, this is going to read a lot like Crisis 10 Red, because the top panels are the story that's going on, while the bottom panel is the conversation that Darkseid is having with the Phantom Stranger. So we're going to do this like we did Crisis number 10 in the monitor tapes. We're going to read the top part first. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then we'll, we'll go back. back and handle what um, Darkseid is saying as soon as my comicsology catches up to me. <laughs> Hold on. We can vamp. We're yeah, gonna vamp so, now. okay, so... <laughs> Thank you, Paul, for vamping. Think, so just, just again, to get a bit of perspective, we've, uh, we've just met Amanda Waller, and she's just put together Task Force X over the last t- two issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she sent Flag around to go and hire all these villains. Um so we're going to kind of see the beginning of 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 that um and just so this is going to give us some insight into the quote-unquote intelligence uh, community of um yeah it's setting up that whole checkmate thing isn't it yeah absolutely and checkmate and, and suicide squad and, and i think set up and if i recall back all the way to last week we um we did discuss a bit about uh about Ostrander really building sort of a, a, a unique portion of the um, the DCU, the DC yeah, he, universe. He was doing all the, the all the political intrigue stuff. I, exactly, right. and it's interesting because that was that was the stuff that ended up uh, falling to to Raka in more recent mm-hmm. years. And he did a great job with it too. I, I, he absolutely did, and it, and that's because a lot of it he really built on on what Ostrander had already built, mm-hmm. and. Um, and 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 then kind of took it to an, to another level, but but when you get into what what he built in uh, in uh, you know in Checkmate in uh, Suicide Squad in um, later in Firestorm, mm-hmm. you know where he where he kind of played into that as well, you know there was a there was a lot of um, uh, you know again building the sort of the covert ops side of the DCU. So totally. you, you had Task Force X. You also had Sarge Steele. You know, and these were these were characters that had been around for a while, and he just found new uses mm-hmm. for them. And, and and Sarge Steele is actually inside Titans Tower. Yeah, right, indeed. Right in, this very minute. Indeed, and of course there was the <laughs> there was the Peacemaker mini, uh, which was actually Copperberg. And to be fair, Checkmate was Copperberg as well. Uh, but Ostrander was involved in in a lot of that stuff, and uh, mm-hmm. you know they were they were clearly in regular communication because there was stuff crossing over and back and forth all over the place with the with those, you know, especially when you got into later years in the in the Janus Directive, uh, Janus Directive, blah, 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 you know. Mm-hmm. And, and he was really good at using properties that DC had now, especially after yeah. Crisis. Yeah, I mean, Star exactly. Steel was not an original DC character. Um, I think he was Charlton, wasn't he? I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, and uh, Peacemaker obviously was Charlton. He, he as was well. So and then Nightshade, Charlton. Yeah. And so she she comes along in Suicide Squad along with uh, Nemesis, who is perfect for covert ops work. Oh, absolutely. From his run in Brave and the Bold in the in that book, and then it's just like okay, which which 
which villains do I want to cherry pick to have fun with? You know, because they're creating more villains than they know what to do with. Let's be honest. There are a lot more villains than there are heroes. Abs- the, absolutely. Yeah, you got to rotate them out. So, so, mm. so yeah, Sarge Steel was part of the action hero purchase from Charlton Comics. Um, he uh, first appeared in his own title, Sarge Steel Number no. One, in in December 1964. Uh, it ran eight issues, at, w- at which point it was retitled Secret Agent, and then cancelled two issues later. Um, and after that, the Sarge Steel series continued in uh, Judo Master issues 91 to 98. It's a thing about eight issue runs with uh, with Sarge Steel. Mm-hmm. Um, these stories in ninety one to ninety six fit the year long hiatus between issues nine and ten, as all of his stories are listed as file number XXX. Ah. Um, and uh, he would also appear in short spots on Self Defense in Fight and Five, and in later stories in a couple of issues of Peter Cannon Thunderbolt, yet another which Charlton, yeah. DC doesn't own. No, that was a. Uh, <laughs> Whoops! Yeah, that was kind of a thorny thing. It was one of the Char- Charlton characters that was bought. That's who Ozymandias was based on in The Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the creator actually maintained a lot of, of ownership over that character. So yep. uh, so that one was a bit different. Anyway, his uh, Sarge Steel's enemies included characters like the Lynx, Ivan Crunch, Smiling Skull, and um, Werner von, Vi- von Vess, Mr. Eyes, and others. Werner um, von Vess. That's wow. Is so Werner von Wess, but Werner von Wess. Everyone knows you say those with V's. Werner uh, so, von Vess. Yeah, Sarge yeah, Steele. So Sarge was originally, and Sarge is actually his first name. It was short for Sergeant, as in like like as, as in Sergeant Shriver. Um, Sergeant Slaughter. Shriver, I, I was saying, oh. but yeah, um, <laughs> you know, going to someone who was actually named Sergeant. Um, and so uh, he was originally a hard-boiled private eye. In fact, in the book The Fine Art of Murder, Max Allen Collins noted that Steele was the first fictional private eye to be a Vietnam veteran. Um, mm. He sometimes al- he somehow also got involved in spy cases and by, six- by issue six became a special agent. The final issues were titled Secret Agent, even though Gold Key Comics also co- published a comic of the same title, in 1967, based upon the television series Danger Man, mm. um, uh, which of course um, um, starred Patrick, was based on the show uh, yeah, starring Patrick, Patrick McGowan, McGowan, which yeah. would later tie into um, the Prisoner. The Prisoner, wasn't it? exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, and if you've not watched The Prisoner. Do yourself a favor and just watch that series. Yeah, it's great stuff. It's like 17 episodes. It's not long. It's not a big commitment. You could do it in a day. So as you get iced in (laughs) wherever Uh, you are. Yeah, exactly. Watch The Prisoner. So it's ironic then, isn't it? Indeed. (laughs) Um, So, yes, uh, uh, when, when Sarge was brought over to DC Comics, he was put in charge of the United States governmental agencies that were involved in superhuman activities. For many years, um, he was apparently the head of a small agency known as the CBI, which was the Central Bureau of Intelligence, which also included King Faraday. And later on, of course, we know that uh, Roy Harper would go to work for them. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and Faraday's two well-known agents, Richard Dragon and a guy named Ben Turner. Yep. 
We'll be seeing him in a bit. Um, yeah. He was eventually depicted as a feb- federal cabinet secretary of MetaHuman Affairs, uh, giving him control of agencies such as the Suicide Squad. Um, so I'm not going to get too much further in, but uh, but th- that's kind of you know where we were headed shortly. Um, uh, you know, and and, uh, and and a lot of a lot of what he does would eventually be replaced with Mr. Bones because it was just kind of cool to have a skeleton guy be in charge true. of that stuff. Um, although, the director, yes, although director Bones, uh, uh, you know, Mr. Bones compared to what the way I remember him in the, uh, he you know he was kind of much more a much more a hippie kind of guy in uh, in in Infinity Inc. So, well, he he was one of those guys who changed completely from intro to. Yeah, actual usage. Very so. much, very much so. Um, anyway, um, so let's uh, let's let's dig into this. You uh, you good? Yeah, I, I'm good. I'm All good. Right, cool. And uh, we see Flash and Changeling. Remember, Flash is Wally West, not Barry Allen. What? Uh, when did I that know. happen? I'm um, see Crisis Twelve. Hmm. Uh, when they're they're staring at this guy in a trench coat, and he's like. Yeah, this sort of real reaction is precisely why the president is so adamant that all superheroes cease their regular activities until this crisis has passed. Uh, what? Bing. Um, and Flash and Changeling are like, well, it's not our fault. It's that G. Gordon Godfrey guy. He's the one responsible for all the rioting. And Sarge Steel, because you can see his hand, it's Steel, one of them at least. Yes. Um, doesn't much matter to me whose fault it is. Changeling, the commander-in-chief, has issued an edict, and Sarge Steel is here to make sure it gets obeyed. And uh, Changeling and Flash are like, that stinks out loud. What about Superman, Batman, all the others? The only reason you nailed us Titans is because we've never kept our headquarters a secret. <laughs> you, yeah, you can't hold us, just hold us prisoner like this, Steel. Costumed or otherwise, we have the same rights as anyone else. And Steel says, that's for the courts to decide, Flash. All I know is that if you attempt to leave here, I've been ordered to stop you, with, if necessary, with extreme prejudice. And Changeling turns into a lion and says, well, you just do whatever you have to, bright eyes. And uh, Flash says, and forgive us if we do the same. And Sarge Steel's like, this is no joke, kids. I can shoot you if I have to. And Flash is like, your choice, Steel. We're trusting you to make the right one. And the, and Changeling and Flash leave. And Sarge Steel says, blast. Those kids could teach Clint Eastwood a thing or two about nerve. Explaining this to the boys upstairs is not going to be fun. <laughs> While meanwhile, in a hidden bunker that America's military refuses to admit even exists... Ah, well, what say we get this show on the road, eh? Captain Boomerang ain't a jack what likes to be kept waiting. (laughs) My Australian accent still sucks. (laughs) Um, I don't know about the Enchantress or me old mate Blockbuster, Amanda, my dear, but I'm feeling a bit naked without me boomerangs in hand. Uh, Any chance of me getting to the gent in charge about getting them back? He's and Dick, he's Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins. I know, right? It's horrible. It's horrible. <sighs> and Captain Boomerang is twirling his neck scarf around, and Amanda Waller looks up at uh, Captain Boomerang and says, "You really don't listen, do you, Aussie?" And she grabs the neck scarf and pulls him down to her level and says, "For the last time, I am the gent in charge, and the name is Mrs. Waller." You ever call me Amanda or Sheila or my dear again, and you'll be using those cockeyed sticks of yours as splints. Damn. And I I think Captain Boomerang gets it, finally. And we see Rick Flagg uh, Jr. walk in with Bronze Tiger and Deadshot. Still as charming as ever, I see Mrs. Waller. 
Captain Boomerang, I'm Colonel Rick Flagg. The two behind me are the Bronze Tiger and Deadshot. Together with those of you already here, we make up the core of Task Force X. I trust Mrs. Waller has explained the deal to you. And Amanda Waller says, I explained that if he accepts the mission, succeeds in the mission, and somehow manages to survive the mission, all current criminal charges against him will be dropped. And it sounds sweet enough, not that I trust any you coppers for a minute. There's something weird going on around here, and I want to know what it is before I... And before you can do anything, Amanda slaps a bracelet on his wrist. Eh? Clacked. Mm-hmm. It says, hey, what is this? Call it a little insurance policy, Aussie. You decide to wander away from Colonel Flagg during the mission, and from now on you'll be applauding one-handed. And Deadshot explains it's an explosive bracelet, exactly like mine. Blockbuster, Enchantress, and the Bronze Tiger don't have to wear the bracelets because they've joined the team for other reasons. Enough small talk already. You've collected all us criminals and misfits here for a reason, Flyboy. Don't you think it's time you finally told us what this so-called high-risk mission is? And Amanda Waller points to a screen, which resembles the cover, because <laughs> it's Brimstone standing on yeah. uh, the uh, Mount, Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. That's easy, Deadshot. It's your job to eliminate him. Take a good look at Brimstone, mister, and try not to wet your pants. Ooh, that's painful. And unfortunately, my next page is not loading. Do you have that next page? Yeah, so oh. meanwhile, uh, we get to a shadowed alleyway where um, a youthful figure seeks respite from the seeming insanity. It is, of course, Billy Batson. He says, it's so crazy out there, all the fighting, all the rioting. I could just say the, the ancient wizard's magic word and become Captain Marvel again, but I can't. Because the last time I became Captain Marvel, the magic lightning killed someone. And I can ah. never risk that happening again. And that's why that page didn't load for me, because I'm so tired of whiny people. Wow. That's why. Yeah. So, right. so I've got the next page. A little so. girl named Lisa comes up to him. She says, I got separated from my mom and dad by the crowd. and I'm a little scared. What's your name? And he introduces himself. He says, my name's Billy, and I'm scared, too. And I'm a murderer. I kill people. <laughs> I've killed a man. And back at uh, South Dakota, it didn't take them long to get um, Task Force X here. Um, they start climbing up, and uh, someone says, there's our quarry dead ahead. Any last questions? Just one, mate. Is it too late to change me mind? And Brimstone says, welcome, sinners. Brimstone has been expecting you. I presume you seek to save those these four false idols from my flaming wrath. But no power on all the earth will stay this fallen angel from his appointed task. Skashoom! Mm -hmm. It's close enough. Take a drink, kids. Yeah, I'm in. And apparently uh, Brimstone just basically annihilates the area where the Suicide Squad was walking up. And um, Deadshot says, you really expect me to bring Brimstone down with this? And it looks like a real Kirby-esque style weapon. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Our analysis says that monster is actually composed of superheated hydrogen plasma, given form by several sophisticated magnetic fields. And the experimental laser rifle you've been holding has been specifically designed to penetrate that field. The trick is to get you a clear shot at the nexus of those magnetic fields, Deadshot, and that's where Blockbuster comes in. Swiftly, savagely, the monster's man brute sinks his spade-like fingers into the rocky ground beneath Brimstone's feet, and with an almost casual shrug, uplifts it. Um... And we see Blockbuster doing his Hulk imitations. Yeah, yes. It's nice that he's wearing Birkenstocks, though. You Indeed. Know, foot, yeah. foot health is important. Um, 
I always wonder about Dr. Banner getting, you know, ringworm or, yeah. you know, tetanus or something. Um, proving once more that the bigger they are, the harder they fall. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, Captain Boomerang takes the opportunity to sling a boomerang at something. Uh, that oversized copper is way out of me league, but if there's one thing I ain't, it's a quitter. So let me see how you like old Goliath likes a taste of me baffle rings. Um, and so it is whizzing around Brimstone's head, causing some kind of a weird illusion. So sinners, you seek to confuse Brimstone with toys and trickery and thus keep me from my work. But Brimstone is not so easily thwarted. Shoom! And he sets something on fire. I'm not sure what. And um, Enchantress says, I keep trying to transmute the plasma into something less dangerous, but it seems to be sentient and thus immune to my mystical power. And Bronze Tucker says, keep trying, June Moon. Before that behemoth barbecues us. That's precisely what I intend to do, Bronze Tiger. And please call me the Enchantress. Cut to a private hospital in the heart of Gotham City, where a grim Bruce Wayne maintains a painful vigil. Is he ever anything but grim? Exactly. No. no. Um, it's getting worse. The streets are aflame, and we're supposed to just stand here, Jason, doing nothing. And Jason is lying in bed with a cast on everything, basically. Uh, in my current condition, there's not much else I could do. I'm sorry, Bruce. Sorry I failed you as the new Robin. Don't be ridiculous, son. You've never made me anything but proud. It isn't your fault you fell victim to a bloodthirsty mob. I'm just thankful you're going to be all right. Bet Dick Grayson never got screwed up this bad. Trust me, Jay. He's had his moments. Hmm. Now, why don't we just blam, blam, huh? Gunshots? Bruce, what's happening out there? It's all coming apart, Jay, with America's superheroes hamstrung by the president's edict of criminal elements having a field day. Maybe now people will appreciate just how much they need us. Yeah, and maybe they won't. I mean, I was almost killed by the very people I'm supposed to be protecting. I can't believe that was intentional. Uh, uh, goaded by G. Gordon Godfrey, they were out of control, didn't know what they, they were doing. Oh, I think they knew exactly what they were doing, Bruce. I think maybe deep down they all really hate us. Maybe they fear the Batman more than the criminals do. Maybe we remind them too much of everything they're not and can never hope to be. You're wrong, Jay. The president is wrong. And maybe it's time I proved it to both of you. The only way I know how. And Bruce Wayne walks out with the shadow of the bat behind him, of course. Yeah. Um, While back at Mount Rushmore, well, Flyboy, you are right about this mission. It's definitely suicide. Uh, And (laughs) Rick Fly says, you sound almost pleased. Hey, you do your job, Colonel. I'll do mine. And now we've set up Deadshot's Death Wish, haven't we? Absolutely. Right there, bam. Which, which will take us through the entire Suicide Squad series. Yep. In fact, it ends on, on that note. Pretty much. This gun's only good for one shot, remember, but you just keep Blockbuster running interference till I can get close enough to Brimstone, and I promise you one shot is all I'll need. And uh, Rick Flag's thinking maybe the personality profile on Deadshot is right. Maybe he does have a Death Wish. Hmm. <laughs> And Captain Boomerang is egging uh, Blockbuster on. That's it, mate. Keep that gargantuan copper on his toes. And we may yet all get out of this mess alive. Rah! Scroom! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Lots of thunder and, and, and such. Why do ye persist, sinners, when you know there is no hope? Brimstone is the agent of a dark and angry god. Come to cleanse this earth of its false gods and graven idols. And Brimstone reaches down and grabs Brimstone in his hot, hot hand. And ye, brutish sinner, have been singularly honored, for ye have been the first to be cleansed. And Brimstone lets Blockbuster go. 
And Captain Boomerang notes, Struth, he fried the poor cobbler. Blockbuster is dead. What? And we see Blockbuster's hand. He's all messed up. All messed up. Looking looking very Karate Kid, Legion number four. <laughs> so. And yeah. uh, Deadshot's like, there, I've got Broomstone's magnetic nexus lined up in my sights, but there's some sort of gizmo right on the bullseye. Then what are you waiting for, Deadshot? That monster is almost on top of us. Shoot already. Shoot. Whatever you say, spoil sport, splee! And so the laser goes off, and and uh, Brimstone yells, "No such pain! This cannot be! Help me, Father! Help thy faithful servant!" For an interminable instant, the behemoth known as Brimstone glows bright as the with the light of a thousand suns, and then, like some humanoid nova, Brimstone explodes, literally coming apart at the seams. Father, why have you forsaken me? Enchantress, that fireball, it's coming straight at us. Ha, no problem, pussycat. Now that that flaming plasma is no longer sentient, one simple enchantment and voila, instant snowstorm. <laughs> and, now, and now that brimstone has been dealt with, it is time to deal with you. Time for the enchantress to deal with all of you. And Bronstucker says, wrong little lady, one properly applied nerve pinch, and, it's, and for you at least, it's nap time. No, it isn't fair. The whole world could have been mine. Well, you were right, Flag. Using too much magic drove poor June right over to the dark side again. Well, that's why you were here, Tiger, to keep her in line. Nice work if you can get it. I don't believe <laughs> it, except for poor Blockbuster. We're all still alive. But we weren't supposed to be, were we, Flag? We were only a suicide squad, just so much cannon fodder. We was all supposed to die, weren't we? <laughs> Everyone on this mission was considered expendable, Boomerang, including me. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the White House, we see Ronnie having a talk with Supes. Oh, Truth to tell, yeah, I wonder if I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> what do you think, Superman? <laughs> That's just a judgment call I'd hesitate to make, Mr. President. Your Reagan's even worse than mine. <laughs> I know, right? Though I'm certain you're doing what you believe is best. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have some business to attend to. And you needn't worry, sir. Though I strongly disagree with your edict, I fully intend to obey it. You have my word on that. No man's word is worth more. Thank you, Superman, and Godspeed. <laughs> While in a comfortably appointed suburban home. <laughs> I'd really like to thank you for taking me in this way, Mr. and Mrs. Sutton. Our pleasure, Billy. Any friend of Lisa is a friend of ours. See, I told you my mom and dad wouldn't mind. You just enjoy your dinner, son, and then we'll call your folks. Well, uh, that may be a little difficult, Mr. Sutton. I, uh, I don't have any parents. Then we'll call your guardian or whomever, son. Everybody has to have a home. But first things first, Billy boy, chow down. To better days all and to a better world. And the president has, by his brave actions tonight, shown us the way to a new America as G. Gordon Godfrey is on the TV. An America where the outmoded and dangerous concept of the su supposed superhero no longer holds sway. G. Gordon Godfrey again? That maniac is everywhere. What a doofus. And um, Mr. Hutton um, walks over to his daughter and says, Young lady, I won't have that sort of language in this house. That man is trying to make this a better world for all of us, and frankly, I agree with him. It's about time somebody did something about those superpowered menaces before they do something about us. And he grabs her Superman doll and throws it in the fire. Damn. Polly, do you have the la the next to last page? I do, I do. Okay. Uh, so, um, yeah, so from there, uh, <laughs> after that little scene of aggression, um, Billy freaks out. He says, no, not again. I can't watch it happen again. And he goes running out. And Lisa says, 
Billy, come back. That was swift, Dad. Really swift. And uh, and the guy she says... She likes him. Yeah. And he says... Uh, Dad says, I'm sorry about the boy, but I'm doing what's best for my family. And she says, Billy, wait. Wait for me. And she runs out and says, Billy, what's wrong? And he says, it was happening again. Somebody burning because of him, because of Captain Marvel. And she says... Billy, what are you saying? That isn't true. Captain Marvel's a hero, and I believe in heroes. Don't you? He says, I just don't know anymore, Lisa. I just don't know. Indeed. Poor Lisa. Yeah, so that kind of takes us, that pretty much takes us to the end of, um, of, yeah, of, of, do you want to do the dark side stuff? Because I'm having yeah, some uh, issues. Yeah, so that takes us to the end of that narrative. And hang on one second here. Um. All right, so so then let's take a look at the um at the at the issue from the the dark side point of view. Um, <laughs> from the male point of view. Um. All right, so so let's keep in mind, you know, crazy dark side, etc., etc. And um, all right. <laughs> Go. All right. So, um, while a, a universe away on the bleak and smoldering planet Apocalypse, the hazy air is filled as ever with the acrid scent, stench of sulfur and the mocking rasp of a madman's laughter. <laughs> Despite the withering towers of flame, the awesome energy pits bring but the faintest hint of light to the all-oppressive darkness. Light which shies away as if bitten from the great rude tower that stands alone at the center of the endless sprawl, the tower that is home and headquarters to the granite-faced grotesquerie of who is absolute ruler of this desolate world. At any moment now, phase three of Operation Humiliation will begin. <laughs> the demon known as Darkseid. Soon now, Earth's mightiest legends will be no more than dust. And that miserable world will at least at last be ripe for my picking. That mud ball. He says, ironic, is it not, my friend, how Earth's villains seek to accomplish what its heroes could not, the destruction of my fiery agent Brimstone. He's talking, of course, to the Phantom Stranger, who says, despite your confidence, Darkseid, your plan will ultimately fail. There are such fundamental errors in your thinking that you cannot begin to see them. <laughs> my thinking is flawless, stranger. My planning impeccable. But you can see for yourself if you wish. Decide. Activate the retro screen. As you desire, master, so shall it be done. You'll forgive my impertinence, master. It was my humble self who first inspired your brilliant plan by directing your attention once more to the earth and its irritating legends. Okay, dark side just looks like the definition of sleaze in the oh, yeah. dictionary. Yeah. Um, and and the, once the master decided to destroy all such legends, he dispatched glorious Godfrey to Earth, where in the guise of G. Gordon Godfrey, he has sown the rich seeds of mistrust and hatred. At the same time, glorious Darkseid dispatched the psionic entity known as Dr. Bedlam to Earth, where he possessed the specially created organic animate codenamed Macroman and, and proceeded on a carefully orchestrated rampage. As intended, Macroman's actions attracted the attention of young Billy Batson who spoke the magic word Shazam and was instantly transformed into the heroic Captain Marvel. 
Captain Marvel pitted his might against that of Macroman and was on the verge of being destroyed. When hoping Billy Batson might slip free where he could not, Marvel spoke the magic word once more. And the resultant bolt of magic lightning triggered the special explosives planted in Macroman's chest, incinerating the giant and hurling, his, his, and hurling him to his apparent death. Believing his magic lightning was responsible for Macroman's seeming death, Billy Batson was horrified. He is, <laughs> horrified. Now, he is now sworn never to become Captain Marvel again. Thus has the first of Earth's legends perished. Meanwhile, the Master also unleashed Brimstone upon the Earth, a superheated construct of sentient plasma who believed itself the fallen angel of an angry god. Brimstone confronted the time-tossed Cosmic Boy and the current membership of the Justice League of America and dealt them a humiliating defeat from which they may never fully recover. True. Yeah. All across the Earth now, Godfrey's influence has begun to grow, turning more nearly mindless mobs savagely against those they once worshipped. E yes, even America's president has been manipulated to serve our ends. Even now, in a televised speech, he is ordering all superheroes to cease their public activities till the chaos we've inspired can be brought under control. And even though the newly formed Task Force X has destroyed my fiery agent, one of their own has fallen as well. Brimstone can be recreated, but now a second of Earth's legends has come to an end. Blockbuster the was a legend? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> okay. The war goes well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um... Uh, Phantom Stranger says, I have seen enough. Gloat if you will, Dark Side, but yours has been a pyrrhic victory at best. Desaad laments, No, my precious retro screen is. Yeah, you uh, hardly ever see the Phantom Stranger actually use magic. Absolutely. Know? Yeah, yeah. Phantom Stranger does the zap of the screen, and uh, Dark Side says, How so, Stranger? <laughs> and um, he says, You see, Dark Side, that is why your defeat is inevitable. For that is the one battlefield over which you can never hope to triumph. The hearts and minds of the children. This is, of course, in parallel to uh, Lisa telling Billy that uh, Captain Marvel is a hero. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and he says, the hearts and minds of children. The children will always believe in heroes. And Dark, true. Dark Side says, they are young, stranger. They will learn, but the point may soon be moot. For there may be no heroes left to believe in. Once I unleash my wondrous warhounds. And and this is looking very not even not even Kirby. This is like some H H Geiger stuff. You know? This H, is Yeah, H. R. Geiger. H. Yeah. R. Geiger, yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah. It's very the horror of mechanics here so yeah i don't think i've ever seen his war warhounds look that mechanical mechanical and that fearsome really i mean there was always sort of an organic edge to them mm -hmm. and so but this, this is this is all metal so yeah so this was definitely kind of edified oh totally you know and uh this is definitely sort of uh, again one of those examples of what they were doing post crisis with mm -hmm. a lot of the kirby stuff True. Yeah. So, so there we have it. That's issue three of the Suicide Squad. Of Legends. It's of the Suicide Squad. <laughs> okay. 
it's all about them. It is. All, it really is all about them. There's Sorry. other stuff in there, um, but but no, uh, yeah. So yes, issue three of Legends, I suppose. We all know where it was going. We all know where it was going. True. Um, True. Yeah. So, so you know, and and this was great because we had that example of of one of the guys who got sent on the mission didn't mm-hmm. make it back. Didn't make it back right away. So, and it wasn't even the bracelet that fried him. Nope. It was the uh, the target that yeah. fried him. Yeah. Exactly. So. It kind of really gives you an idea of, of sort of what you're going to come to expect from that. And, um, yeah. And that's really all we've all we've dealt with. Because even in the Teen Titans scenes, we're dealing with Sarge Steel, so we're kind of dealing with the whole intelligence community thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, and outside of that, it's the Billy Bats and stuff. And, yeah. Hmm. Um, I think the Billy stuff was, was really messy. Oh, yeah. And I, I think it kind of dragged on, too. And yeah. I'm not sure why it's dragging on so much, but it has. So. And, and it kind of drags on and then is completely forgotten and, and moved away from. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of one of those weird, hey, wasn't that the foundation of the whole story? Yeah, we're, we're moving on now. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, even in his uh, short-lived run in, um, in Justice League, uh, you know, because he only lasted and he basically left when they went international. Um, it's still very much a. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it's kind of brushed under the under the rug. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, so anyway, so there we go. That's legends. Indeed. Yay, legends. Woo. So way there. We are, there. We are indeed. We are indeed. Uh, which means millenniums coming up. Sigh. Well, we have War of the Gods first. No, War of the Gods is long after Millennium. Really? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Can't we, we can't we skip Millennium? No. No. If we were gonna skip something, it'd be freaking War of the War of the Gods. Um, <laughs> good grief! Uh, although it's got some great Jill Thompson artwork on it. It so, does. Yeah. It does. All right. Comments as always are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at Gmail you can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all these things, you can head over to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, and you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble, and we will see you all next week. Blockbuster, no! <laughs> <laughs>